You are welcome to the official podcast of Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, the founder of the Radiant Place, a well-traveled apostle to over 59 nations in the world, a United Nations representative, a board of director of several organizations in the world, a man with the message of grace, the mandate of grace to affect, influence, and impart his generation, ladies and gentlemen, a man worth hearing. I trust the Lord that you will never be the same again. Stay tuned as you hear the voice of God's servant, Apostle Emmanuel Nkou. God bless you. Chronicles chapter 1 verses 10. Yes. Give me now wisdom. Give me now wisdom. Who is asking for it? Solomon. Give me now wisdom. And knowledge. Give me tomorrow. Give me tomorrow. No. Give me tomorrow next. No. Lord, give me now what? Wisdom. I can't hear you. I want to. Give me now what? Wisdom. May God give you wisdom now. Amen. I said, may God give you wisdom now. Amen. Not tomorrow. Yeah. Not tomorrow next. May God give you wisdom now. Amen. I thought you would shout, I receive it. I receive In the name of our Lord Jesus. Somebody Lord. shout a lot of amen here. Amen. Go ahead. Give me now wisdom and knowledge. And knowledge. That I may go out and come in. That I may go out and come in. That means wisdom become the bedrock for mobility. Wisdom is the bedrock for what? For mobility. Moving without wisdom is moving into destruction. Speaking with that wisdom is speaking into destruction. Am I communicating with somebody here? He said, give me wisdom now. So that I may do what? That I may go out and come in. And I may go out and I may do what? Come in. Come on, preach with me. I may go out and I may do what? Come Come in. That means you're going out and you're coming in should be guided with the spirit of wisdom. So outside wisdom, you might go out there and you will never see anything out there. You miss me. Outside wisdom, you might not be able to do any, bring any profit in your life. It is my prayer tonight that God will grant you access to wisdom amen. in your going out and in your coming in. Amen. I didn't hear you. Amen. Amen. I say in your going out and in your coming in, may God grant you wisdom. Amen. Can I hear you shout that out of amen here? Amen. Do you know you can make so much difference in life when you allow God to guide your path with this wisdom? When you say, God, give me wisdom so I may go in and come out, you are saying that, God, give me your kind of thought line so that I may think the way you think. I will solve problems the way you will solve problems. I will deal with people the way you will deal with them. I miss you here. Okay, so, 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 so that means that your entire movement must be saturated with the wisdom of God. Your choices must be guided with divine wisdom. Your decisions must be guided with divine wisdom. Who am I communicating with here? 
Oh my God, my God. The way you dress must be guided with divine wisdom. The way you carry yourself must be guided with divine wisdom. Your going out and your coming in should be guided with divine wisdom. Who you share your secret with and who you don't share your secret with must be guided with divine what? Wisdom. If somebody around you is talking to you about everybody and what they did and who they are and you are also telling them about you, you are not wise. If you go to a place and somebody, the person is there, he's talking, hey, did you hear what was of Mammy Raja did? And Nana, and 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 then after the person was done, he was like, hey, there is someone else I want to tell you. <laughs> you are the one. It's just because you are there. <laughs> if you were not to be there, it is your name that will appear. So be very careful that it's not everything in your life that you will share with everybody. At least, even if God has a secret, you must also have one. It's not a crime. Are you hearing me? Having secrets will not take you to hell. It will not take you to heaven. It will rather help you to succeed on earth. Lord, grant me wisdom in my going out and my coming in. May God grant you wisdom. Amen. I'll be teaching you a lot of things this week. This, this man, go ahead. Before this people, uh-huh. for who can judge this thy people that is so great? Now, watch this. So that judgment there of my going out and my coming in, that that specific judgment there is uh, 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 wisdom there. It was wisdom for judgment. Wisdom for what? Judgment. Wisdom for what? Judgment. Never conclude on a man you have not investigated. He said, how can I judge these people, these people, if I do not have wisdom. That means, hear me today, you can, you might not be a judge, you might not be a scholastic scholar in the realm of legal pursuit, but you can listen to two people and know who is right and who is wrong because of the nature of wisdom you carry. Today, may God grant you that wisdom in your life. Amen. Can I hear you shout a lot of amen here? Amen. Some of you have lost your fiancés and your fiance, you have lost your job, you are sacked from your job place. You are your promotion delayed. Your level of uh, 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 you get you got into too much troubles because you did not discern who to talk to and who not to talk to, who to judge right and who not to judge right. Are you hearing me? Sometimes let me tell you a secret about life. Sometimes the people you have to be careful about are the people that you entertain. And the people that you have to entertain are the people you are careful about. Because some of them constructively criticize you. Some of them wisely or foolishly pamper you. So you kill the people you have to keep. And you keep the people you have to kill. Who am I communicating with here? Because they are not saying things that you want to hear. And because they are not saying things you, you want to hear, you are tired of hearing. Now you tell, the person told you, be careful about that guy. The way he behaves. And even when he is around me, the way all his hands are, this guy is not a good guy. I think he is not a, he said, eh? 
So you want to take my boyfriend from my hand. That is why every day you are telling me I should leave this guy. Then when the guy broke your heart, you went to me and said, you said it, this is your stone. How will you give somebody a stone when you could have walked away or walked in absolute observation to walk away without struggle? Everything that we see in life, everything we have experienced in life, there were signs but because, especially the women, when they are in love, they don't see. There are signs that are what? I don't like the way some of you are talking to me. It looks as if I'm boring you tonight. Are you enjoying the series already? There are signs out there, but they will not know. They want the man to drag funky and wear tight, tight jeans. That is not, that is not, look, oh my God. Change your priority. Increase your expectation on a broader spectrum. Something that will last for a very long time. I'm teaching here. Can I hear somebody say amen here? (laughs) Don't worry. When we get there, you'll be excited. Now, let me take you somewhere. So, so, so you have to let your going out and your coming in be guided with God's wisdom. How can you now be guided with God's wisdom when you don't have God's kind of knowledge? So look at, look at, look at Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. Proverbs 9 verse 10, quickly. Proverbs 9 10. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of what? Wisdom. I don't like it. I'll be joking this scripture a lot. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. It is not a tormenting fear or a horrendous fear or fear of going to hell. Look, if you have accepted Jesus, if God is not in hell, you can't go to hell. But this fear here is called reverential fear. The fear to reverence, to appreciate, to honor, to love, to cherish. Cherish is better. Are you hearing me? To fall prostrate at his presence. That is the reverential fear. That he's my father. And so the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. It's the beginning of what? Wisdom. The fear of your boss is the beginning of keeping your job. The fear of your boss is the beginning of keeping your job. <laughs> but the fear of God is the beginning of the wisdom you need to create more jobs. The fear of God is the beginning of what? Wisdom. I don't like the way you are responding today. It's the beginning of what? Wisdom. May God grant you wisdom today. Amen. I said, may God grant you wisdom today. Amen. Can I tell you a little bit here? When he say is the beginning, it means it's the genesis of the source. Is he is the source of wisdom? So, if you want to be wise in life, I want you to fall into the ocean of wisdom. When you fall into the ocean of wisdom, you will see the manifestation of God in your life. Watch this: the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And what again? And the knowledge of the holy. And the knowledge of the holy one. Is understanding. It's understanding. So now, when you fear God, you receive wisdom. But 
The what? The knowledge of the Holy the One. The knowledge of the Holy One. The knowledge of the one who is holy is, is what gives you understanding. That means you can pray for God to grant you wisdom. You can pray for God to grant you what? Wisdom. I don't like it. Grant you what? Wisdom. And you can receive that level of wisdom, but you don't you also have to pray that God gives you knowledge so that you can have understanding. Because listen to me, you cannot understand something you don't know. Do you want to be a lawyer? Go and study law. You don't have to be in church and pray. You can never become a lawyer. Who am I communicating with here? Do you want to be a medical doctor? Do you want to be a medical doctor, some of you? Go to school and study medicine. Do you want to become a market apostle? A marketplace apostle? Are you hearing me? Then go to the marketplace and start doing business with everybody, both with Jesus and tomatoes. Are you hearing me here? You are selling God and selling your product, selling God, selling your product, selling God and selling your product. You will make a difference in your life. Whatever you want to become is hidden in knowledge. You have to read. You have to read. You have to study. You have to do what? I can't. You have to do what? Listen, if you don't study S-T-U-D-Y, you cannot be steady. S-T-E-A-D-Y. Your study in life, your stability in life is hidden in what you know. That's how some of you go to some churches and then you will, you, you, they will sell you oil, red oil, green oil, yellow oil, blue oil. It's lack of knowledge. My people do what? Somebody will go and, and, and carry a, 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 a water, water in a gallon and lay hands on it and then pour some for you and you are paying 100 Ghana CD for how much do you even pay for your water bill? Are you not also a child of God? And are they the only preacher that can pray for God to hear? That you have to, they have to give you water and you pay 100 Ghana CD. It is because you lack knowledge and because you are desperate. Listen to me. Everything that comes fast don't last. Now it is very, very important. Say wisdom. wisdom. I can't hear you. Shout wisdom. wisdom. Shout one more time. Shout wisdom. Wisdom is common, but not common to common people. And let me say this. In the olden days, there was wisdom for several things. Like skilled art was a wisdom. An artisan, like weavers, was what? Was wisdom. So when you open, if you check Exodus 35, 26, 20, 25 to 26, you will see Bazalel and Oholia and all those people. It was even meant for architectural design. Architectural what? Design. That is Exodus 35, verse 30, and Exodus 36, verse number 1. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. And goldsmith. There was wisdom for goldsmith. Let me, let's read that scripture. Uh, Jeremiah 10 9. Jeremiah 10 9. Quickly. Jeremiah 10 9. Yes. 
Silver spread into plates. Silver spread into plates. It's brought from Tashish. Aha. Uh-huh. And gold from Ufas. Mm-hmm. The work of the workman and of the hands of the founder. Blue and purple is their clothing. They are all the work of cunning men. They are, sit down for me, they are the work of cunning men. People that can be able to use their mind to be able to do something here. I wrote something on Facebook and Instagram that you have to, it is time for you to start mining your mind. How many of you saw it? Let me see your hand. It is time for you to start mining your mind. Because the source of wisdom is in God. But the expression of wisdom is on your mind. Write it down. The source of wisdom is in God. But the expression of your wisdom is on your mind. The expression of wisdom is on your mind. I ask God today to grant you wisdom. Oh my God. I ask God today to grant you wisdom. Wisdom to think right. Wisdom to do right. Wisdom to move on the right direction of life and destiny. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen. Is somebody becoming blessed already here? Give somebody half half and say wisdom is coming upon you right now in Jesus name. Somebody shout a louder amen. Go with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 15. 1 Kings 3.15 Yes. And Solomon awoke. And Solomon awoke. And behold. And behold, it was a dream. It was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem. And he came to Jerusalem. And stood before the ark. And stood before the ark. Of the covenant of the Lord. Wait, go to verse 1. Let me show them something there quickly. 1 Kings 3.1. Mm-hmm. And Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh, mm-hmm. king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David mm-hmm. until he had made an end of building his own house. Mm-hmm. And the house of the Lord and the wall of Jerusalem ran about. Somebody say amen here. Amen. Solomon received wisdom from God. How many of you know that? I'll tell you about the, I was talking to you about the Solomonic wisdom. But most importantly, you have to understand that this is a guy that the father had everything in place. Then God asked him that, young man, I want to do something for you. I want to, I want to do something for you. You sacrificed for me, and I want to also do something for you. And he said, what do you want to do for me? He said, ask me whatever you want. I'm going to do it for you. He said, God, can you give me wisdom? And look at what James said. The book of James said, if anyone lack wisdom, let him come unto me, and I will give the person wisdom. And I pray for you today that God will grant you his wisdom. Amen. I don't like you. Amen. God will grant you wisdom. Amen. I said, God will grant you wisdom. Do you know that wisdom detects that anything you feed grow, anything you starve dies? Anything you feed will grow, anything you starve will die. So, whatever you don't want to see grow, don't feed it. Whatever you want to see it dead, starve it. Who am I communicating with here? And then God now asked him a question. He said, what can I do? He said, God, can you give me wisdom? God said, wisdom without money is foolishness, my son. (laughs) So I will give you wisdom and also give you money. And I saw Solomon with wisdom and Solomon with cash. 
That's why he could able to, he was able to marry too many women and have a lot of concubines. Because if it's our generation, he will be broke. He will buy makeup, he will buy bangs, he will buy eyelashes, he will buy all kinds of things. The guy will be broke. But the guy was too wise that he was more richer when he was going to die than the day wealth began to come. Who am I communicating with here? Now, so the wisdom was to sustain his wealth. So wisdom can create wealth and understanding will sustain your wealth. May God grant you wisdom today. Go to Proverbs 22, 6 for me. Proverbs chapter 22. I told you I'm speaking about wisdom in general today. Is that okay? Okay, Genesis, yeah, Proverbs 22, 6, quickly. Yes. Two, six. yes. Train up a child. Train up a child in the way he should the grow. The way he should grow. And when he is old. And when he's old. He will not depart from it. Now, that means that certain wisdom is imparted. Certain wisdoms are acquired. Write it. Impartation of wisdom. Then acquired wisdom. Am I communicating with somebody here? Then educational wisdom based on accumulation of a specific information based on specific discipline. Hmm? Education, yes. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say holy ghost, hallelujah. Now watch this. So, 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 uh, uh, so the first one is what? No, 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 no. Imparted one. Number two. Acquire number three, education. And the third one is, fourth one is experiential wisdom. This is three, four dimensions of wisdom. Four dimensions of wisdom. Imparted wisdom, acquired wisdom, educational wisdom, and what? And experiential. The experiential wisdom is what lasts for a very long time. The experiential wisdom lasts for a very long time. And there is a two ways to learn, have experience. Either you listen to people's experience or your life itself become an experiment so you can become an experience. But for me, if I see that somebody has gone through something like this and this is what the person experienced and the person tells me what he or she went through, I have to come back to say, I will never do what the person did so that I will not go through what the person went through. Who am I communicating with here? He said, train up a child the way he should grow. And when he grows, he will not what? Depart from it. That means the way you train you is the you you will see tomorrow. Train up a child the way he should grow. Your growth is hidden in training. You cannot come and tell me you are an army general without any bullet on your skin. I will doubt you. You might have been shot before and survived. So when you say you are an army general, I will believe you. Not when you are wearing suit and you say, I am the commander of army. I say, turn your back. He said, there is no bullet. I say, you are not the one. They should go find somebody who survived in the war front. Because he will understand the people who are at the war front. There are people God can never call them. Because they have never been hungry before. They have never been sick before. 
at the hospital until they are died. They have never been in debt before. They have never gone through anything before. How can God give you assignment that you have never experienced? Will you understand? No, let me, let me say this. Look at God telling Moses that Moses, you are not going to take these people to the land I am going to show you. I asked God why. God said, Apostle Kum, it's because when the people were going to spy the land, Moses was supposed to go with them at least to see the land. And because he did not go to see the land, he cannot carry people to the land he has not seen. I said, who will carry them? He said, Joshua. And I said, why Joshua? He said, because Joshua went there, he saw it, and Joshua came and said, we are well able to overcome. So I have more courage and confidence in Joshua. So Moses, your journey is over. Joshua is taking over. Now, my, the mystery about this is that never think that God will give you, assign you to do something you have not experienced before. If somebody has not been raped before and God give you raping ministry that deal with the people who have been raped and then psychologically reframe their mindset, you cannot. Why? You don't understand. You have never been in depth before and your debtors have never been calling you before for you to be miserable. And God is calling you and is giving you ministry of cancellation of debt. You will not have the passion for it. You have never been homeless before. Oh my God. You have never been homeless before. Who am I communicating with today? Then God is calling you that get the homeless out of the street. You cannot understand them. You will say they are lazy people. Leave them on that street. Many jobs are in Ghana. Hey, Who wants to stand on the roadside and beg? My brother. If you have not been there before, you will look down on them. But if you have been there before, then you will find a way to help them where they are. Train up a child the way he should grow. Hear me. It is better to train a child than to repair an adult. I say, it is better to do what? Than to do what? Than to repair an adult. Okay. When you train a child, what you have taught them is what they know. Why? Because children are ignorant, but they are not innocent. What did I say? Children are what? But they are not innocent. That is why even when they are born and you give them food, they will put it straight into their mouth. They are ignorant, but they are not innocent. So they are framed by what comes out of you to them? So when they hear you saying Kwasia, you are fool. That is the language they will be speaking. Who am I communicating with here? But if you now start speaking about Jesus, Holy Ghost, lay hands. I see my little girl, Chanel, doing Kabayaba, Kabayaba, Kabayaba. And I'm asking myself, how can Chanel, this little girl, not even up to two years, will be doing like this. And will put his hand, her hand inside her ear. That is what she, he, she sees that we are doing all the time. She doesn't understand, but she's also doing it. I'm not communicating with somebody here. The best education for children is observation. Train up the child the way they should do what? 
I'm teaching here. The way they should do what? I don't like the way you respond to me today. The way they should do what? And when they go, they will not do what? Depart from it. Now, right now, everybody here is a child of God. And in at the radiant place, we are teaching you how to grow. And when you succumb yourself to the principles and the procedures of the radiant place, you will grow to look like God. You didn't hear me. You didn't shout a louder amen here. You will grow to look like God. You will grow behaving like God. You will grow walking His excellence. You will grow people seeing God in you. Hallelujah. Wisdom, hallelujah. Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Breakthrough, hallelujah. Money, hallelujah. Three dimensions of acquiring wisdom. Do you want to acquire wisdom by your own experience? Your mother was divorced and told you why she was divorced. And you are repeating the same thing your mother did. Hey! Immediately you hear that you say, Lord, thank you for this wisdom. I have escaped. If it is the only thing, I will never venture there. I will keep my home. Very important. What am I communicating with here? Your father was behaving somehow, was drinking, was chasing women, was doing all kinds of things. And then he became broke. As a child, he called you and told you, my daughter or my son, I am broke now because of women. I am broke because of alcohol. I am broke. You also started growing and chasing women. You are just trying to say, daddy, I want to be like you. You can never, listen, you cannot do what he did and be different from him. Train up a child the way he should grow. And when he grows, he will not do what? So there is training in wisdom. Say there is training in wisdom. So whilst you are training the child, you are training the child with information. That information will bring mental metamorphosis. And then it will, it will let me borrow a word, it will imbibe in the person's spirit. Who am I communicating with here? For generational continuity. So whatever you have deposited in the child is what the child will exhibit tomorrow. So don't tell me that my child is bad. It's because you, you, you did not put what you wanted to see out of your child. He's exhibiting what others place inside them. That's why when your child comes from school, cry, you have to ask your child a question. What did you study? What did somebody say? When you hear any bad word from the person coming, ask the person, ah, my daughter, this is not a good word. Don't say that again. He said, he said, my friend, this one told me, say that that person should never be your friend again. Are you hearing what I'm talking about here? I think I'm teaching here. So, so don't repair don't worry yourself about an adult. You can only teach an adult. You can repair an adult by mental transformation. And that one, it depends upon them. Because if somebody is not teachable, he cannot be rechargeable. If you are not teachable, you cannot be rechargeable. So it's difficult to repair an adult than to train a child. I pray for you today that God will grant you the grace to be able to walk in his will. 
I don't like your amen. Can I hear you shout a lot of amen here? How many of you are getting blessed already in the house? Lift your hand and shout a lot of amen here. I think I'm teaching here. I think I'm teaching here. Now, so, so watch this here. So what you say? There is a golden rule in the treatment of one's neighbor, which is part of wisdom. If I know that you, Fifi, you are the image of God, I must treat you like the image of God. What am I communicating with here? I must honor you as the image of God. So I am not honoring the one standing there. I am honoring the one whose image is standing in front of me. Let me show you something. Go to Proverbs chapter 24, 24, 29. The goal of wisdom was to build an orderly and functional society that reflected the moral requirement of God as set forth in the law of Moses. So, wisdom itself has a way of navigating you to obey divine rule. Say divine rule. rule. Listen to me. Grace did not come and remove principle. It came to remove the law. Fulfill the law, but did not come to remove principle. That's why when you go and stand on top of, on top of one big story building, and you say, by grace, I am saved, and you lose yourself, by grace, we will bury you. Am I teaching you something? Yes. yes. You go and sleep with woman. By grace, you are forgiven. But if, the, if there is HIV, it will take the miraculous anointing of Apostle to cast it out of your body. And if in case God decides not to heal you, you join your ancestors quietly. There are things it's better to stay away from than to be in it and deal with it for the rest of your life. Who am I communicating with here? Yeah. Why will you go and enter into something and then uh, I feel what I want now? Hmm? When you want to sleep, you cannot sleep. Your life is miserable. Read that scripture for me quickly. Proverbs 24, am I teaching some things tonight? You're teaching good. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 24, 29. Yes. Say not, I will do so to him as he had done to me. Uh-huh. Proverbs 24, 29. Yes. yes. Go ahead. I will render to the man according to his work. I will render unto the man according to his what? Work. Can I tell you something here? When you are dealing with wisdom, in, wisdom, in don't deal with people according to their personality. Don't deal with them according to their prayer. Their prayer is unto God. Deal with people according to their works. Uh, I had a secretary who was doing some things I don't like. I was talking, he said, Papa, for this character I'm praying about it. I said, before you finish praying, you are fired. Before God answered that prayer, you are before. eh? So if God decides not to answer for one month, two months, you will mess me up like that. You are fired. When he finished answering your prayer, you can be hired. Because one contact you will destroy for me can, can, can reshape my life negatively. So, I'm not communicating with somebody here. I pray a prayer for somebody if I can hear amen. That may God grant you grace to deal with people according to their works. Let me say it. God deal with you according to his grace. Amen. 
men deal with you according to your works. You must understand that wisdom. I say God deals with you according to his word, grace. But man deals with you according to your works. Your character, your ethics, the way you carry yourself, the way you are humble, the way you talk, the way you treat elderly people, the way you respect people, the way you don't say, you, you can go to hell. Are you the only man? Are you the only one? Get out of my life. I can find somebody. Hey! You know, when men get good women, they don't treat them well. It's the other way around too, eh? And when women also get good men, they don't also treat them well. I like the way you are campaigning for men also. Say, God will deal with me according to his grace. But men will deal with me according to my works. So when I am in front of God, I have to... I have to exhibit grace to find grace. But when I am in front of men, I have to work hard. I have to work smart. I have to work fast in order for me to get there. Somebody shout a louder amen here. I told you people about a law, a book I, wrote, I read, 48 Laws of Power. Everybody must read that book, but don't finish it because some of the laws are very deadly. When you get to a place when they are about to say some things, just get out. But just the laws alone will be enough for you. One of the laws is that never try to outshine your master. Wisdom detects that when you are working with somebody and then you are a subordinate to the person, don't make the person feel as if you want to take his position. If not, they will remove you from where you are and take you to the dungeon. It is not the work of the Holy Spirit. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to touch the heart of the man. It is up to the man to accept what the Holy Ghost is touching in his heart to do what? To do. To what? Yes. So deal with people from that perspective. And I trust the Lord that your boss can decide to lobby to go higher because he wants you to come and sit on his seat. But when you are there and then you do something and you say that, I am the one that did it. My boss didn't do anything. That job, I'm the one who did it. I did it. And your boss is there. You, boss, is it not true? I didn't, didn't do anything. You are ignorant. You are just signing your resignation letter without struggle. Are you hearing me? You are ignorantly leaving the job. He will set you up and move you out of the workplace. I pray that God will never allow it to happen to you. I thought I'm, I'm speaking to somebody here. I don't like the way you said it. Can I pray for you? Yes. May God grant you wisdom in your life. Yes. I said, may God grant you wisdom in your life. Yes. May you receive divine wisdom. Look at what I wrote here. Divine wisdom is what will guarantee you access in a different class you have never thought you would ever be. For if you don't think like others, they will, you will never be in their, you can never be in their environment. You can only be in the environment of people you think like them, you behave like them. Am I communicating with somebody here? Vultures move together. Eagles move together. Doves move together. So, Melones also move together. 
and Trilonius also that do what? Move together. And poor people also move together. My prayer is that God will grant you grace. I don't like you. That you will, you, God will change your class because of the way you talk. Because of the way you carry yourself. I don't like, because of the way you carry yourself. Shout a louder amen here. Some women think that when they dress up and they open their breasts, is when they can appeal to men's emotion. You'll be a one-night stand. If you are a noble woman, you dress to cover yourself. Then the man that you are in love with will uncover the treasure. What is he going to uncover when he's already uncovered outside? There is no discovery anywhere. I'm teaching here. I say I am teaching here. So you see people. Cover yourself. Are you hearing me? Carry yourself well. Let everybody know that you are a queen. Have you watched Nigerian movie before? Have you watched Nigerian movie before? Those ones they do in the village. Nai and all those things. Have you watched them before? You know that the, 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 the princess always they dress to cover themselves. True or false. And they are the ones that the men fight that they want to marry. Because people who are princess, who are royal people, don't expose their body. Because their body is a royal body. So they cover their royal body. Who am I communicating with somebody here? Lift your hand and give the Lord a shout in the house here. I'm teaching what they don't teach in church. What's your name, sir? I like your hair. Very nice hair. Abraham, I'm Emmanuel Inkum. Can, can I get a handshake? I like your hair. And let me get a hug also. Very nice hair. Now, 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 now watch this. It's interesting that a lady was walking. I, I just wanted to talk to you. Stand up, I'm not done. And, and then when the wind started blowing small, he was doing like this. Like this. Do you think there was a problem? Why? No. She knows what she's wearing is not good. She knows she's not safe in what she's wearing. So there are things you have to wear at home. There are things you have to wear outside. And it's very, very important. It is wisdom. So the fact that you go to market and you see it there and people wearing it out there doesn't mean that you have to wear it. You are different. You are a royalty. You are a king's child. You are unique. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Lift your hand and give the Lord a shout of praise in the house. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say spirit, hallelujah. Holy Ghost, hallelujah. I pray for you today that God will give you that grace. Now when you go to church, there is nothing about godliness in church anymore. People talk anyhow, behave anyhow, live anyhow, and they are in church. And they are in church. The world is in church, and God is leaving the church for the world. No respect for elders. Wisdom detect that. When I was a little boy, when I see an elderly person carrying wood, I get, I, 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 I carry their wood for them. And I take them to where they are going. 
And some of them said, God bless you, you'll be great. Maybe it is one of them, their prayer, that has brought me to where I am today. Sometimes you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Do what is right, and you will always, you will never be left behind. It's, it's about saying right now, do what is right, and you will never be the left. Yeah, you will never be left. I think that was better. Do what is right and you will never be left. Who am I communicating with here? First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 and 7. The wisdom of men was human understanding as compared to the hidden wisdom of God. Read that scripture for me right now. 1 Corinthians 2, 6 and 7. Quickly. 1 Corinthians 2, 6, and 7. Yeah, do it quickly. How be it we speak wisdom among them uh-huh. that are perfect. Yet we speak wisdom among them that are what? Perfect. Perfect. Uh-huh. Yet not the wisdom of this world. Not the wisdom of this world. Nor of the princes of this world. Nor of the princes of this world. That come to naught. That, that one come to like it can expire. The wisdom of this world will leave it here. Go ahead. 7. But we speak the wisdom of God. But we speak that. May you receive the wisdom of God. Amen. I don't like. I said, may you receive the wisdom Amen. of God. Amen. Uh huh. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Can I show you the mystery? Go ahead. Even what? Even the hidden wisdom. Even the wi- hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world. Which God ordained before what? The world. Before the world began. Go ahead. Unto our glory. Unto our glory. Go to verse 8. Which none of the princes of this world knew. None of the princes of this world knew that wisdom. Yes. Now, if you read the book of Col- uh, 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 Colossians, you will see that the wisdom God is talking about is Christ Jesus. Yes. The first dimension of wisdom is your acceptance of Christ Jesus. It opens a pipeline for the flow of God's glory over your life. Yes. Today that you have accepted Jesus, may the wisdom of God begin to flow towards your direction. Yes. Oh, I thought you would shout a lot of amen here. I can't hear you shouting louder in the house. Wait. Do you know that the whole world is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God? The whole world is groaning. The world, the Lord said to me, ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord said to me that the world is waiting for you. They are not waiting for your complaint. They are waiting for the expression of your wisdom. And may the wisdom of God, may you be baptized with the wisdom of God. Can I hear you shout a louder amen here? Listen, when you go to somewhere and there is a problem and then everybody talk and you talk, immediately you open your mouth and you finish speaking, everything must be over. Every, every doubt must be dissolved. Receive that wisdom in your heart today in the name of King Jesus. Lift your hand and shout a louder amen here. We have two people on this set, wise people and foolish people. Foolish people create problems. Wise people solve problems. Foolish people, they create problems. They manufacture problems. They cause divisions. They cause problems. Anarchy. Problems. But wise people do what? May you become a wise person and may you become a problem solver. Hey, I didn't hear. May you become a problem solver. 
I say, may you become a problem solver in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Lift up your voice. Let me hear your louder amen in the house here. The world's definition of wisdom is the ability to judge what is right. Write it down. The ability to judge what is right. Semicolon. Common sense. Semicolon. The sum of learning through the ages. Knowledge. The ability to judge what is right. Common sense. The sum, S-U-M. The sum of learning through the ages, process, and knowledge. Through the ages, process, and what? I can't hear you. Through ages, which is time, process, and what? And knowledge. Now, hear me. Look, look at me. Time teaches wisdom. True or false? If you are if you are foolish at the age of fifty, we have to baptize you, because in Nigeria they said that what an elderly man will see sitting down, you will climb an Iroko tree and you will not be able to see it. That means that the old man might not be able to be academically sound, but they are experientially sound, and experience is greater than academics. That is why if you go to church sometimes, most of the leaders are elderly people. Why? They might not have the cash, but they have the sense. They can lead well to make sure that the church is able to be where God wanted to be. Who am I communicating with today? Sometimes zeal without knowledge can make you bring a whole nation to destruction. You must acquire common sense. Say common sense. It's not common. But I have it. I don't like it. Say common sense. It's not common. But I have it. Tell somebody, I got it. Oh, come on. Say it like an Oibo man. Say, I got it. Tell someone else, I got the wisdom of God. Can I hear you shout a louder amen here? But in the kingdom, wisdom is an acquisition of knowledge through a careful observation and experimentation. Wisdom is an acquisition of knowledge through careful observation and experimentation by coming into a vivid conclusion that will be able to favor the favorable, the, 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 the favored person or the just one. Wisdom is an acquisition of knowledge through careful observation. Careful what? Young men see things. And they talk. We have two dimensions. We have the cat syndrome and the dog syndrome. Say the cat syndrome and the dog syndrome. When the dog sees something, they make noise. When the cat sees things, they can just do your eyes like this. And look at it and go back and will never come around there again. Two things here. There are times you have to talk. There are times you have to blink your eyes. You have to discern when to talk and when to blink your eyes. Are you hearing me? I don't like the way you are saying yes. I said there are times you have to talk and there are times you have to blink your eyes. It's not every day you say he will come and meet me here. So it's 12 o'clock, eh? He's not home. 
today, not today. Hey, give me my socks. Give me my this in here. I will show this man. And I've been calling him. He has not been picking my call. I will show him pepper here. This house here will not contain two of us. I will show him fire and brimstone. He doesn't know me. My, 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 my original name is Yasantua. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Let me tell the women some secrets. Sometimes, when we become quiet, it's when the men get more frustrated. When you talk, they can defend themselves. You say, oh, oh, but I also no, don't worry. Your food is ready. Please, sweetheart, come and eat. Are you, I, have, I bought some oil to massage your feet for you. You say, this girl wants to kill me. <laughs> Who am I communicating with her? Now, all these things I did, he wants to come and massage my feet for me. There is, I, I am suspecting this girl that if we are born again, he says, Saka Bariata. Lord, Lord, forgive me for what I did. But let this girl not kill me today. Are you hearing me? But if you say that, if you go and say, So you, he says, So what? Eh? What happened? Eh? That I should be free. But you keep quiet and see. Sometimes in quietness, you win. This is wisdom series. Sometimes in quietness you do what? You win. Sometimes you have seen it but you have not seen it. Sometimes you have heard it but you have not heard it. What is more important is that your wife is there. That your husband is there. That your children are there. Things are moving forward. Are you hearing me? It's not every battle you fight. Know which one to fight and which one to ignore. So you can have a little energy when the success comes. So you can enjoy with it. Wisdom is an acquisition of knowledge through careful observation and experimentation by stating general laws and hypotheses that might not be tested and verified, but can be able to come to absolute conclusion in order for specific people to be exonerated or put to jail based on the offense they have committed. I pray for you today in the name of our Lord Jesus that God will grant you wisdom. Shout a louder amen here. Choose your friends. Don't allow your friends to choose you. Steady them. If they are bad, remove them. If they are good, keep them. How long you have had a friend does not mean that they should still be around you if they influence you negatively. If your friend cannot lead you to Jesus, if your friend cannot let you grow in God, if your friend will not let you as a product have a deeper relationship with your manufacturer, then he's not worth it. For we have friends among friends, there's a friend that sticketh closer than the brother. His name is Jesus. If you don't have any friend at all, make Jesus your best friend. Listen. He will know your past and he will not use your past against you. So be careful what you tell people. It doesn't matter how excited you are. Be careful what you tell people because they will use it against you tomorrow. Wisdom detects that if men change, then 
you have to understand that whatever you tell them, tomorrow they can change. And they can go and tell other people. But there is a God who is an unchanging God. I'm talking to somebody here. He can hear your past and let your past pass so you can receive a past to pass. He does not hold you because of your past. He embraced you because of your past so he can give you a future you deserve. Who am I communicating with here? When you, when you are embraced by his grace, you are raised in the atmosphere of wisdom. May God bless you and keep you. I'm so glad you're listening to Apostle Emmanuel Nkun today. I trust God you have been so much blessed. And I believe God that your life, your destiny, your family, your mindset, your goal and aspirations will never be the same again. Understand this, that the best gift to humanity is not a car, it's not a house, it's not a building, but it's Christ Jesus, because he's the only one that can validate your eternal values. Until I come your way same time next week, remember, it is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. It is not too broken that he cannot fix. It is not too scattered that he cannot gather. It is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. And every day of your life shall be full of grace. For when you walk alone, it's a risk. When you walk with man, it's a mere risk. But when you walk with God, you shall be full of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot end this broadcast unless I give you the privilege to make the Jesus the Lord of your life. Say this with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood and make me your child. And this thing you said has changed your shift in life. You are now a child of God, a born again Christian. Write us on a P.O. Box CO1711 Tema. And I trust God that your testimony shall be read for many generations to hear. God richly bless you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you.